I can't stop. I just keep coming to <laughs> What's happening, dude? Are you going through another growth spurt? It's hot. It's hot. It's drying my throat <laughs> Don't blame out, the man. heat. My larynx. Don't blame the heat. It is. Dude, I'm sweating. I'm sweating. I have a, I have, I have a Rorschach on my chest. Mm. Welcome back, Bucket Busters. I'm your host, Tim Johnson. And this is the Busted Bucket Podcast. Locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, city of bridges, Stumptown PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me is my co-host, the Bay Area Blazer, Rose Pant. Look good, feel good, pod good, let's get it. I have a question for you, Rose. I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm $100 poorer. <laughs> for all of my question. for all of you that's not my question know. i mean i'm just i'm just getting ahead of it right now but yeah go ahead what, what's the question my friend what's the it's question good to get ahead of things before they come at you so i know you you say you say look good feel good pod good yes i'm curious who are you talking to you know i'm just are you like hyping yourself up like ooh, i look good i feel good i'm gonna <laughs> pod good i was just rubbing my chest i don't know why like I feel good. <laughs> you know the saying, look good, feel good, play good, right? Yeah. It's just, you know, trying to hype us up, trying to be like, who said that? I'm trying to think. Was it Kevin Garnett who said that saying? I got to be honest. I have no idea. I got to look it up now. I've, I've literally never heard that before. Never? Never. Oh, crazy. Okay. I'm going to look it up for you then. You know as, what as I know Kevin Garnett saying? Anything is possible! <laughs> yeah, he did say that. And anything is possible. Damn straight. Just like the Nets being swept by the Boston Celtics. <laughs> Man, you're jumping ahead. I have that towards the end. I just wanted, oh, my bad, I wanted my to make bad. you sweat it out for a while. Oh, okay, okay. No, it's okay. Let's just do it now. So okay. let's talk about this. The Boston Celtics sweep the Nets. Yeah. The 76ers beat up on Toronto. Uh-huh. Deion Sanders said what, it, what by the way. Okay. There we go. That makes sense. That sounds like something Dion would right? say. Prime time. Prime time, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how you feeling, man? Cause my bank account <laughs> got a little got a little fatter. I'm I'm feeling alright, man. I'm feeling alright. I'm definitely one hundred dollars poorer. Like, you know, Props to you. Props to the victor. Okay, <laughs> saying that the 76ers would get farther in the playoffs. I I had hopes. I had hopes for the Nets. I had hopes for Ben Simmons to actually play a game. I thought the, <laughs> I told you. I thought the 76ers were a problem, were the problem, but it wasn't. It was just Ben. Ben was the problem. Like there's really something going on with him and I did not predict that at all. I thought maybe new location, new team, new coach that he would be reinvigorated to play in the playoffs and he just avoided it dude after they went 3-0 he's like i think my back still hurts <laughs> i think <laughs> i think it hurts you know, again i i gotta say i only caught like half of one of those games um oh the the celtics and nets games I, there's just so much going on right now yeah no you're good. uh but but i gotta ask you like one of the things i said is i i don't trust the the talent that's on the roster to actually put it together on the court like for instance LaMarcus Aldridge did he play 
No. He played, right? He did not. He didn't play. He didn't play, okay. which which is weird. So LaMarcus didn't play. Yeah. Ben Simmons didn't play. Kevin Durant had what? 3 3 pretty terrible games. Uh he had he had 2. Two, two terrible, terrible games. games. And then the okay. other two were pretty good. Um Kyrie Irving had one really awesome game and then three kind of subpar games. Okay, maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Kyrie had three pretty terrible games. Um That's exactly what I was saying. I can't yeah. trust him. Well, I can't trust it and and to give away James Harden, I mean granted, I I understand the trade. I understand why they wanted to move James Harden. Right. But right. it it immediately seemed like it was going to benefit the Sixers more so than the, than the Nets. Just because of those reasons I just laid out. Now, Which is fair. It's I'm fair. not going to say it, it worked out. I'm not going to say that Harden made the Sixers better. I'm not going to say Harden was the reason why they ended up beating Toronto because that just wasn't the case. It was Joel Embiid. And unfortunately, the 76ers lose Embiid indefinitely with an orbital fracture. Dude. <laughs> I Dang. That's awful. That's awful for the 76ers and awful for Joel Embiid because he's had such a great season. You want to see him actually compete in the playoffs. And honestly, we've, we've seen Joel Embiid disappear for other reasons in the playoffs. It's usually that is just tired, you know. But his training seems to be a lot better. His he still looks spry. It's just he's running into these injuries, man. First his thumb, right? His thumb needs surgery in his shooting hand, and now an orbital fracture. Like this is absolutely ridiculous. I feel awful for him. You know, I I watched that play a, a few times. Like well, more than a few times, just on repeat, basically. Yeah. And I gotta say, man, it looked kind of dirty. From Siakam. It did look kind of dirty. I I agree. <laughs> it did look a little intentional, right? I, like there was something behind it, like some frustration. And it looked like a straight MMA move. Yeah, and you know, Embiid was chirping his mouth that game. I don't know if you saw that he was He was chirping his mouth all series. But this one in particular, I think he was dropping like F bombs at the yep. crowd, which yep. I haven't seen that from him ever. To be honest, he's okay. usually talking to other players, you know? Mm -hmm. But, yeah, mm -hmm. he was talking to that Toronto crowd. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if Siakam kind of took that personally and, and gave him a little love tap, you know? Maybe, but to throw to throw a bow to the dome of another player, that's not cool, yeah. man. Like, Dirty. I, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to call Siakam a punk like I would Tyler Harrow, but, I mean, that's just like... yeah. That's just like mainly because that's on a different level, but that's that's a dirty move, man, and yeah. I can't get behind that. And not only that, it takes out the opposing team's best player as they're about to enter the second round of the playoffs. And going back to what when we made the bet, what we had discussed is that the Sixers are basically one injury away from being a mediocre team and unfortunately that injury is Joel Embiid. Yeah, and I I don't trust James Harden to be like that MVP caliber James Harden that we're so used to seeing in the playoffs just because he hasn't shown it. Um even no, in that and you know who else I don't trust is DeAndre Jordan. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's also true. I don't trust that either. And you know, I'm I want to ask you, what do you think the 76ers chances are against this Miami Heat team in the second round? Honestly, I don't think they're good. Unless Joel Embiid comes back, I I don't think they'll get swept, but it, it's going to be a t- they may win one. I I say they win one game. Yeah, I I'm kind of with you. I think five games, maybe six games if Joel comes back, like maybe game three, game four, they've they've got a little bit more of a chance. But that Miami team is looking really frisky, dude. Like they they're like defensively, I wanna say that they're a little bit below um the Celtics. And the Celtics are playing ridiculous defense. Like I've never seen a D like a defense like the Boston Celtics. Don't give me that uh, look. Yeah, I didn't give you any look. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what Boston's going to do because they look like they're firing on all cylinders. Right, right. Jason Tatum looks incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. I mean, to the point where I'm starting to reevaluate my favorite player on the Eastern Conference. Me too. Me too. I think it might be Jason Tatum right now. I like the fact that he was such an offensive player. Did I say Jason Tatum or Jalen Tatum? I, I feel like I said you, Jason. You said Jason. You said Jason. Um, I. Okay. I feel like early in his career, he was mostly an offensive player. But now, dude, he's so well-rounded. I mean, he had a few blocks on Kevin Durant. He was playing really frisky defense. And also, he finds the open man. Like, his playmaking is a lot better. So I don't even know how you stop that guy if he's on the court right now. I don't know. Uh, KD couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't. Maybe. And that's one of the better defenders. I mean, he's like all-star caliber defend- defender. So Yeah, I think he... Um, he probably needed Ben Simmons. <laughs> he probably needed Ben Simmons to take off some of that load. But, you know, since we're talking about Boston anyway, um, we should just talk about that next series, dude. Boston, the Bucks. I mean, you have... Prob- was your favorite Giannis Antetokounmpo? Was that your number one? Absolutely. Okay. So you, you, you have the one and two here. Who do you think is going to come yeah. out on top? You know, it's tough because... Let me ask you this: Did Boston lose anybody? No, they're they're gaining people. Like Robert Williams okay. is coming back. Time Lord. Okay. You know what happened to the Bucks? Middleton's out. Middleton's out, and that hurts. That's your number two guy. Yeah. That being said, though, I think they still have some pieces in play that that give them a chance. I mean, you can't ever count out Giannis, right? In any game, any series, uh, they still have Drew Holiday. Who's gonna clamped up anybody you put him on? Yeah, Maxi Harden. Um, yeah, yeah, ex- precisely. So, you know, I I think I think Boston has a good chance. I I do. I think the Bucks have a good chance. I'm honestly gonna say that uh, my heart of hearts is telling me that Boston is gonna take this series. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think if I was a betting man. I'd probably bet on Boston to win this series, but some like there's this little like Jiminy Cricket that's like talking in the back (laughs) of my head where it's like, you know that the Milwaukee Bucks still have someone that could go absolutely supernova in Giannis Antetokounmpo and just wreck this series. So I I don't know that that'd be really incredible for the Boston Celtics though. If they could shut down Kyrie Irving, shut down KD and then in the next series, possibly shut down Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like, that would be crazy on their resume. 
Yeah, I I definitely agree, and I think that I think that the 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 success that Boston is having is due to the coaching staff. Shout out to the Portland Portland Trailblazer alums there. Um, Ime. I not only Ime but Stoudemire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely shout I, out to them. I just I just really like what I'm seeing with Boston and and. It's hard for me not to give them the edge right now in pretty much any series against any Eastern Conference team. I, I'm I'm tempted to say that they're my favorites to make it to the finals. Well, we've got the Heat, 76ers, Bucks, and the Celtics. I, I, I think I want to take the Celtics, man. And I hate to say this because I'm not like a huge Celtics fan. I actually don't really like the Celtics. <laughs> but this team is actually really lovable. I mean, the fact that a lot of these players are like homegrown, they mm-hmm. they built this team, aka like quote unquote the right way, and yeah. they play as. And a there's team. a lot of Portland ties. There are, dude. And so it's hard not to cheer for this team, and I I find myself when I watch them actually rooting for this team. So I'm taking the Celtics among those four to make it. Yeah, I I think so. I think you're right there. Um, let's shift over to the the Western Conference here okay. for a minute. Uh, how surprised! So who are the Blazers you? playing? The Blazers are in it, right? <laughs> Damn it! You're the second person to bring that up to me today. Oh really? That's kind of cold blooded. Yeah, and it, and it is, and it, it turns out that we're gonna end the show early now. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> well. It's been fun. It's, it's good, been fun it's good everyone. talking with you. Uh, on that note, on that note, shout out to my co-host, uh-huh. the Bay Area Blazer, yeah. Rosa Panta. Yeah. Yep. And no, I'm the just network. Yep. We're not going to shut it down. <laughs> We're not going to shut it down. Look, how how surprised and excited were you to see the Pelicans make it an exciting series against the Suns? Dude, it was awesome. To be honest, like I know that's fun, right? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I honestly thought the Pelicans might be swept. Like when the Go, when, like before it started. Before it started. Oh yeah. I I honestly thought that the Pelicans stood no chance, but the fact that Brandon Ingram, dude, that guy's a baller. Brandon Ingram, and then also C.J. McCollum doing great things. Um, he didn't do so great, you know, game six in the final game. The final yeah. game. I know that there were a lot of Blazer fans kind of criticizing him, being like, he needed Dame in these clutch moments and blah 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 blah. <laughs> like, put that all aside. The fact is, is that if you're a Pelicans fan, you're actually really proud of that team and you have a lot of things to look forward to. Yes, you should be proud and excited for what the future holds on that team because it's going to look good, especially if Zion can come back healthy. Yeah. Watch out. I mean, for real, watch out. Yeah, for real. And did you see the report that he said that, quote, he couldn't sign that extension fast enough? Like well, he, of course. His ex- <laughs> <laughs> they're, gonna, they're probably the, the only team that's going to pay him the most amount of money. <laughs> you know how many Big Macs 154 million could get you? <laughs> that's okay. That do was out think, of pocket. That was out of pocket. I'm do, sorry, Zion. Do you think he's a Do you think he's a Big Mac guy, or is he more like like mm. like a, a a whopper like our our guy uh, Aaron Fentress? Oh man, he might he might be an In and Out guy, but he gets like the three by three or like the four by four. <laughs> he might be that kind of guy. I think he's a White Castle guy. White Castle. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. I do. I do. I think I think he's homies with Harold and Kumar. Oh, that's. That, those aren't bad homies to have. 
He's like he's like homie. He's like that dude that's homies with Harold and Kumar, but hangs out with Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you drew that conclusion, but it totally makes sense, dude. <laughs> I don't know. That's just how I imagine him. Anyway, <laughs> New Orleans Pelicans fans, you should be excited about this this team because yeah. Man, Agreed. with the addition of CP of CP3, with the addition of CJ McCollum, that's gotta be, I mean, that's gotta be like the best fit for that team. Yeah, and right and now. CJ playing point guard, like it it makes yes. total sense. Makes total it sense does. for that team. It does. Uh, but let's talk about the Suns for a little bit. CP3, more specifically, CP3. Dude, that man was an animal. He was not letting his team lose. Are you a fan of CP3? Like, are of course I am. It's hard not to be. So I've I've criticized Chris Paul in the past not being able to get it done. But the fact is, is that on game six, going 14 for 14, like literally perfect. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. He said, you know what? It's dude. time to put this team to bed. It's true. Like CP3 was like, you know, Rosa Panza lost that bet. And now I'm going to make him <laughs> also regret his criticisms of me and he it was put just the a bad down, week dude. for you wasn't it not necessarily it was a bad day for you no not necessarily dude it's still a good day i'm still living my life bittersweet i still got it was bittersweet. i still got a good life at the end of the day it was still bittersweet though because i know how competitive you are it's true it's true i was a little i was a little bitter i i really wanted to see that 76ers team kind of crash because that'd be really yeah, funny man. but anyway i'm just hey I'm just glad Joel Embiid got hurt in the last game of that series versus the first because <laughs> right, you would have been sweating then, bullets. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure, <laughs> for real. Anyway, what so what did we, you think of CP3? I thought he was incredible. I I thought, you know, it's it started off slow for him with Alvarado on him, but uh, I think he did what a vet does, man. He pulled it. He pulled it out. He adjusted. Right. He made changes, and he had the the eye of the tiger when it came down to it. And I think, I, I think CP3 is amazing, and I think he played incredible. Yeah. I, what else can you say? You know, like he's he's just he's a consummate professional, man. He he knows what the team needed, and he executed. I think it's it's a it's pretty incredible to see someone at what is he 36 or something 35 36. Yeah, uh, it's pretty incredible to see someone like that being able to continue to take over games. Right. Um, not here not there. named LeBron James. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing. Like Chris Paul is not like a crazy like freak of nature athlete. Absolutely. He's he's what six foot. Yeah. He, he, six one six foot. He makes you feel like you could go onto the court and do it too. Right. Uh, for real. Yeah. Like of course he's in great shape, but. The guy puts in the work. He's incredibly smart. Uh, his basketball IQ has got to be off the charts. And he just knows how to win. Chris Paul has always been a winner. You know, you criticizing his ability to, to make the playoffs or, or, you know, succeed in the playoffs. Yeah. To be honest, a lot of those times came down to injuries. Yeah, that's it's absolutely true. A lot of those times did come down to injuries, um, except maybe maybe two series that he was with um, the Clippers where he just <laughs> failed. <laughs> but yeah. in, in the end, I mean, he's proving everyone that had doubted him absolutely wrong. Like this guy is definitely a winner. And I wouldn't be surprised if I saw him at the, in the finals this year. So 
Let me ask you this. Hypothetically, the Suns make it to the finals. Okay. They they win. Okay. Do you think future generations remember him when when they hear the name Chris Paul? Do they remember him as a son? Yeah. Or a hornet? They remember him as a son. And and the reason I think that is because I think I think they'll they'll think of the Hornet days because like that was basically his show, you know, his show, his team. Mm-hmm. But those years in between, I I feel like they weren't really Chris Paul's team, if you know what I'm saying. Like they didn't really fit his style very well. Like this is literally a team that runs on Chris Paul. Like it's it's all about him. Everything goes through him, and it wasn't like that in houston i think the roster construction or like with the celtics wasn't great around him either this sun's team i feel like is way better fit for him and i think if he succeeds and gets a championship they're gonna remember him as a son yeah i you know it's funny i I was thinking about this the other day i think you're right i think that that you know the the history books if you will 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 write that Chris Paul was a son because yeah. one, he won a championship. And I mean, then you also have to take into account the recency bias and True. you know, it's, it's hard. Like for prime example is Clyde Drexler is widely remembered as a rocket because yep. he won a championship with the rockets. Yeah. that That's, that's a great comparison. I mean, there's, there's a, there's a reason why, Clyde Drexler wore a Houston Rockets uh, jacket during the what, what was it during the top fifty the fiftieth anniversary of the top fifty uh, uh, NBA players. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Chris Paul did the same thing, where like he's just rocking Suns gear all the time if he wins a championship. Yeah. So I would. <laughs> I would. <laughs> if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be transparent about it, I would. The NBA playoffs means next level basketball. Get in on the first round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, I see them stomping this this Mavericks team, by the way. like You think so? Yeah, I, I know that the Mavs... So the Mavs beat the, the, the Jazz for people who aren't watching. And I don't know if you want to talk about this jazz team because it's not really. It's a tire fire. I, hope, I think I think they're going to implode. Yeah. And I just hope the Blazers can be around to pick up a few stray pieces. Yeah. W- would you take Gobert? Yes, I would. All right. I think I absolutely would. I think that's it would be a wonderful fit. I think it's a f- one of the few places that Rudy Gobert <laughs> would actually fit in. Um, yeah. is with Portland. But yeah, man, uh, that that Utah Jazz team, it's really sad to talk about because they had so much high hopes. I mean, they finished at a fifth seed, but at the beginning of the year, like until January, I want to say that they were like a two or a three seed, just stomping on fools, yeah. looking really well, great. And, and 
just the season before, weren't they number one for a long yeah, time? Yeah, dude. <laughs> so it's amazing how this team is like just crumbling down, losing to a Dallas Mavericks team that everyone expected them to win against. But Luka Doncic missing four games, coming back, doing Luka Doncic things. Brunson. Which are incredible, by the way. Yeah. And then Brunson doing crazy things. Like, who expected Jalen Brunson to just dismantle, like, who? this jazz team? It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. But I, I feel like the Suns will probably take Dallas handedly. What about you? I don't know if it'll be handedly. I think that's a... No. I think that's a series that could go, maybe not go the full distance, but I think it's like a like six? five or six game series. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is that I do. is that because you think like Luca's just gonna do Luca things and? Well, yeah. I mean, I I don't know if they can really stop Luca. The Suns have a great defensive rating. Like they're they're like a they, really they, good defensive team. I, they are a good defensive team, but I I just I think Luca's gonna give them a hard time. Ooh. Okay. Um. Do you want to bet on it? And it just and <laughs> no, it just seems no nope, no. Nope, I'm gonna I'm gonna retire this season a champion. <laughs> I don't blame you. I would do the same. I would do the same. <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving that money back. Yep. I hear you. <laughs> it's mine I hear now. you. Yeah, it's yours. I've already spent good. it. <laughs> good. Good. I'm glad you did, man. I'm glad you did. Yeah. On nothing like soda and good candy. Nice. Yeah. I gave it to some homeless people. Yeah. Yeah, I would have been. I would have been good? more offended if you're like, yeah, I spent the hundred dollars on a James Harden jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I went out and, and bought a um, uh, hundred Greg Oden jerseys. Oh, nice. Yeah, they they cost that a, much. Yeah, <laughs> they cost. I'm gonna more, make a more than collage. A, they cost a dollar. That's inflation. Yeah, I'm gonna make a collage. Oh God, <laughs> inflation. <laughs> That's that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> is what it is, man. So, are there any are there any other uh, second round matchups on the West that you're excited about particularly? I mean, the Golden State Warriors are all right, I guess. <laughs> and the Memphis Grizzlies who won tonight. Um, Luke. I mean, uh, why did I say Luca? John ja Morant versus Steph Curry. That's gonna be fun. I think that's gonna be a really great matchup, dude. I that's gonna be really fun. I can't wait to watch John Morant dunk all over Steph. I think he might dunk all over Draymond. Yeah. I think that might happen. Did, did you see that dunk? What was it, a couple a couple? Yeah, games ago? man. Oh my goodness. He just cocked it all the way back, like dude, ridiculous. He put that dude. man six feet under. Yeah, he loaded that thing, dude. He loaded that dunk. It was crazy. It's yeah, going to be must-see TV, dude. Like, you can't... Like, th I hope this series goes seven just because the, it's going to be so yes. entertaining. It might be the one that goes seven, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Out of all these. So I think it's safe to say you're most excited about that one. Yeah, man. I think, I think we all are. <laughs> I think we all are. Yeah. Anyone that's watching, like, NBA basketball casually right now, you're gonna yeah. turn the TV on when it's Warriors Memphis. Absolutely, you that's know? prime time. That's prime time. And I, going back to Jaws dunk though, that may be the best dunk I saw all season. I think uh, he's had a few others too, which is crazy. Yeah, like if you put that may be the best dunk I've seen in the last five years. If you put a list of best dunks this year, like one, two, three, <laughs> four, five might be John Morant. 
<laughs> like it, it might be oh, maybe an ant like an anthony edwards one like sneaking in at number three or something like that but john moran dude that guy's an animal and shout out he's ridiculous shout out to our uh to friend of the show pete pranica dude he's probably hyper right now like i hope is out Oh, i'm sure he is i hope is out sure celebrating guys... right now yes make sure you guys go and check out the grizz weekly grind too that's a uh, his podcast on our network yeah so, man friend of the show uh, he does a he does a great job and fun fact we've had him on the show before if you didn't catch that episode he was the play-by-play uh announcer for the blazers back in the early 2000s yeah absolutely who, who are you taking in this series you know how i feel about the warriors yeah i mean that that, that wouldn't stop you from picking the warriors if you thought they were gonna win because i know you like winning thinking about how the series went it's it could go either way i want the grizz to win yeah um you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna get crazy with it. I think the Grizz are gonna take it. I don't think it's that I think crazy. The Warriors, I don't think it's I think that the crazy. The Warriors' time has come to start changing things up. I I don't it's, think it's, it's that it's crazy. It's now dude. it's now yeah. Jordan Poole season. <laughs> Jordan Poole has been amazing though, <laughs> like incredible. But I yeah, the it's thing, time for Steph to come off the bench. The thing that I worry about is Memphis is really physical. And we've seen Memphis beat the Warriors a lot, actually, within recent memory. Like, I don't know what their record is currently, but in the playing game, if you remember, Memphis took it to the Warriors, dude. Like, they didn't just yep. beat them luckily. Like, they literally took that game. Well, they have a good team, man. And yeah. I think that I think that they're full of a bunch of hungry guys that are, you know, yearning for wins. They're, they're looking for validation right and i dude i after that last season or series i think they've earned that for sure uh but you know you, you they've got some great pieces on that team and i think they'll they'll match up well against the warriors i think it really comes down to if they can stop curry from jacking up threes i think that's what it is if they could stop curry maybe stop pool and his like penetration in the middle. Wow, Poole's the second name that comes up. He he really is though. When you're talking about the Warriors, he really he's, is. He's, he's he's the second best player on that team. No, but he causes the second most problems. Okay. Because it's it's it. the hardest to guard. To, to be honest, okay. like off the dribble, he might be the best off the dribble on the team right now. <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. That's, that's just interesting to hear coming from a Warriors fan. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know. Clay Thompson is finding his rhythm right now. He's not the Clay Thompson of the of old, right? Will he ever be? I think this year is good for him. I don't know if he'll fully get back to form. Um just because I don't I don't know if he's made that way as in like athleticism wise if he could just gain it back. Mm -hmm. Um but the Warriors weak spot is actually in the middle cuz they're mm -hmm. they're small. And I think yeah. a player like John Morant could really cause problems at the rim. And if Steven Adams can take advantage of Kayvon Looney, I think that'll be a problem too. Or Jaron Jackson Jr. at that point. Because yeah. the Warriors at times were playing Otto Porter at the five. <laughs> like, that's not a good recipe for success. So, what is he like, 6'8? Six, six, I don't know. He's definitely not a center, though. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely not a center. 
I'm, he's, I'm, he's not. That, that, that's going to be a really interesting series. It's going to be a fun series. I think it's going to be a shootout. For sure. Yeah, that'll be fun, dude. It'll yeah. be a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I And I think I'm going to agree with you that that's probably the, the one matchup I'm looking forward to on the West Coast. Yeah. Or the West Conference, excuse me. So who goes all the way <laughs> at the end? So you, you think on the Eastern Conference, probably Boston? Yeah, I think Boston. And man, I don't know. It's hard not to say the Suns. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't blame you if you thought that. I think it might be. Yeah, I I, I think it, it's more likely to be the Suns, but I give I give the Grizzlies uh, the dark horse there. Yeah, so I'm I'm going against my fandom here. <laughs> I feel like if the Suns run into the Warriors, I feel like DeAndre Ayton is just gonna have a heyday. Like he's yeah I don't I don't I don't think the Warriors can match up well against they, the Suns. I don't think they do either, and I think they could probably take that series in six if if they could beat the Memphis Grizzlies. So mm-hmm. I I, yep. I would agree with you. Suns Suns Boston is probably where I'm I going. I agree. You know, but with that being said, I mean this has got to be one of the most enjoyable postseasons in recent memory. I'm having such a good time watching hoops right now. Me too. I mean, the fact that there isn't like a crazy super team that we saw at the beginning of the season go all the way, like the Nets per se, mm-hmm. or the Lakers, who were literally mm-hmm. one and two, like in betting at the beginning of the yeah. season to take the title this yeah. year. That's awesome, right? And you have these other teams that were built correctly or you know the right way quote unquote that are still in it like it's it's awesome dude it's awesome to see gives hope as a blazer fan uh i wanted to take a minute here uh just to remind you that you lost the bet and thank Uh, thank you you. for appreciate it thank thank you for (laughs) the hundred dollars you're welcome man uh i just want to remind you that's my housewarming gift dog it's my housewarming gift no 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 that's separate oh okay because i'm not sharing that with my wife okay that I am being very selfish with it. It is mine. <laughs> okay. And I told you I already spent it. Good. So it doesn't matter. Good. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the candy. I also, I also want to remind you that we invited Aaron Fentress to come back on the show. Ooh. Aaron, if you're listening, uh, you're supposed to come on here and tell me how right I am too. I'm just basking nice. in the glory right nice. now. <laughs> I know you could also tell Antonio Harvey, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he he also said you messed up, right? He did. Yeah, he did. I re- I distinctly remember him saying, "Hmm." Yep. Now here's where you went wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, All here's right. where you messed All right, up, that's Tim enough. Johnson. <laughs> now you could bask right. in the glory, dog. Bask in the glory. All right, that's enough basking. That's enough basking. You know I don't like to do that, except for this time in particular. Let's talk about let's talk about your Blazer fandom right now. Yeah. How does it make you feel to hear CJ McCollum say he wants to retire in New Orleans? I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I feel like his his properly his properly placed there. He's playing yeah. a role that he could thrive in. I feel like he likes the players around him. It suits him better. He probably it's the most balanced roster he's ever been on. Absolutely, dude. Like there's a lot of hope in New Orleans and what do you expect CJ McCollum to actually say in the situation anyway? You know? I mean, I mean that's a yeah. You're you right. Know? That's a that's a vet move right there. Yeah. His PR team was all over it. That's what I'm saying, dude. So I'm I'm not mad at him. Um the fact is is that 
we're always going to be tied to CJ McCollum. Blazer fans yeah. are always going to have love for him because he's not a bad dude. It wasn't his fault that he had to leave Portland. Yeah. So I, I feel like we have love for him unless unless he starts <laughs> saying stuff about Portland that he didn't like, then we'll turn on him yeah, quick. Yeah, but I, I don't think that would happen. I don't think At so either. not as long as Dame is here. Yeah. Uh, I think if, if anything, it may take a turn if the Blazers meet them in the Western Finals. Right. Right, and he beats us. <laughs> I know, you or know? or they or Dame and CJ both retire, and there's a crazy thirty for thirty, talking about the inner workings of working with Neil O'Shea or something like that. You oh know? yeah, yeah, but that's I mean that's that's accepted. That right. is accepted. Yeah. That is totally okay to, to say. Uh, I just I'm just holding out hope that look. I know CJ is not coming back anytime soon, but I just hold out hope that you know when he's ready to retire. He'll come and sign a one day or something. That'd be dope. And just retire as a blazer. Yeah, that'd be dope, man. I agree. All right. This is my final question for you. And it's it's a doozy. Okay. And I and I kind of feel like you and I might have the same response to it. Because well, I'll just ask it. Who is the one prospect that you wished panned out for the Blazers but didn't? And we, you can't include the number one picks, Greg, Greg Oden, Sam Bowie. Oh, man. That didn't the pan out. The one prospect. Yep. The one prospect that didn't pan out. <laughs> Dude, I might, I might go crazy. Like somebody that you had extremely high hopes for. I just remember this one time we were really excited about Elliot Williams. I don't Dude, know. Dude, we have the same response. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in the right situation and on the right team, he could have been somebody. I mean, did you know that he won G League MVP one year? No, I did not. He did, dude. It's crazy. That's funny. It's crazy. Anyway, him or this sounds really crazy. I, I feel like if Myers Leonard was groomed in the right way early, I feel like he really could have been something because the tools were there. He didn't get enough playing time. I wish they would have worked on some things like him moving laterally, him being more tough, like in the paint. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I feel like he had the, the workings of a decent center that you could actually play more minutes, but it just never worked out that way. I mean, the greatest game he ever had with us was against the Warriors in the playoffs where he was shoot like jacking up three after three after three and making it all. <laughs> yeah. But that's, yeah. that's not like the recipe for success as a center, you know, that the, his type of center. So, yeah. Yeah. You're right. I, I think that's actually a great answer is Myers Leonard. Um, I want to talk about Elliot Williams real quick. That, yeah, that yeah, specific moment that I think is, is, ingrained in your head i think is the same one that's in mine we were sitting i feel like it must have been like maybe baseline or something maybe in the 200s though we were we were baseline 200s like right against the balcony dude so we had like we were looking at each other like that elliot williams kid he kind of looks like he might be the second coming of B-Roy. I know, but, dude. He looked But really more good. athletic. He looked really good, dude. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I know people were probably going to YouTube this kid because they're like, who the hell is Elliot Williams? <laughs> yeah. But I, I really felt like he was going to be something after yeah. after that one day. Well, here's, here's, the, here's what I've realized 
is why we locked onto him so tightly is because as Blazer fans, we needed something. We needed someone to come in and be the hero that B-Roy was yeah. after he unfortunately had to retire. That was Because that was directly after he had to retire because of his knees. Right. And I think we were just grasping at anything. Yeah. Anything that remotely looked decent. <laughs> That's true. Not saying that Elliot Williams was a bad a bad player or anything. I just right, think right. He, he had a hard time in the in the NBA. I mean, obviously Agreed. if he got G League MVP, he has the tools. It's just he he never was able to put it together on the big stage. Yeah. Agreed. But Agreed. but yeah, I think that's I think that's why. Also, yeah. I was thinking about this as well. I I think that um a lot of people might even say, and it may be a, a no-brainer once you hear the name, but I think a lot of people might say uh, Jermaine O'Neal. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine yeah. that team with Jermaine O'Neal? I mean, and, and I'm not saying that he didn't pan out. It's just he didn't pan out while he was on the Blazers. Right. You know, right. They, they just didn't give him that opportunity. Can you imagine what that team would have looked like? It would have been you're so talking, nasty, dude. It would have been so nasty. Man, you're talking, you're talking Damon Stoudemire, Bonzi Wells, Scotty freaking Pippen. Yeah. Brian Grant. Granted, he played behind Brian Grant. But, man. Yeah. and all, all That would have been nasty. All of those dudes have been recorded saying that in practice, Jermaine O'Neal was given all of them buckets. I all see, of them probably. I see you watch that documentary, too. Yeah, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Malice at the Palace. If you haven't watched it, yeah. watch it. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I think Jermaine O'Neal would have been incredible. He was actually my favorite player on that team. Don't blame you. Well, Ro, I want to thank you for joining me again. I know it's a shorter-ish pod. We rambled a bit. We laughed. We cried. Somebody paid somebody else some money. <laughs> but I just want to say thank you for joining me once again. Ah, Shout yeah. out to you, my co-host, the Bay Area Blazer, Rosa Panta, the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you, our listeners, Twitter followers, and Bucket Busters. You make it so easy to keep stepping up to this mic. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter, at BustedBucket, with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. And don't forget to rate, follow, subscribe, and leave a review if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.